Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elephant and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5.00. Come on down to Elephant and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And spread the word of Mind Gap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at mindgappodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. In a world of government shutdowns, trade wars, and overpriced video games, you need to have an investment partner that you can trust. Pook.com is here to help you take your money investments to the next level. Want a new computer? Hope it's not a Dell. You want to buy a boat? Stop it. That's a depreciating asset. Looking to buy a new home? Hope you know how to change your air filter on a monthly basis, you dumb dumb. Don't be mad. Poop.com will always be honest and real with you because you work really goddamn hard for your money and you shouldn't waste it on stupid shit. Here's a freebie. Keep it simple, Sally. Buy food, water, and the Dark Knight trilogy. Just know that the third movie could be better, but Bane is awesome. Poop.com. Invest in your future and invest in the now. You dummy. Mind Gap Podcast. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> he told me he knows how to rap. Uh-oh. Don't worry. It's not well. <laughs> Neither can I. But like, it doesn't stop us from doing our craft. Am I right? I mean, I can rap presents like a... I can't. Like I work at Macy's, but... I can't rap <laughs> shit in any, in any sense of the word <laughs> at all. Uh, there was... There was uh, when I worked at the container store, there were... Uh, 
a like a elite team of people who they put in in what they called gift wrapped Wonderland. Oh my god! And they trained them how to wrap <laughs> gifts, and they would run classes in the store. We'd we'd walk around. And we'd have to be like. In five minutes, we're going to be doing a gift wrap demo. Come on over. You can Jesus. win a $25 gift card, oh gift God. wrap demo. And you'd come over, and these the people who worked there that they trained uh, were fucking brilliant at wrapping presents. Like, they were, like, tight corners. Like, the, everything was taped up. There oh, was shit. no loose shit. And I'm like, I don't know how you guys do this, because when I wrap a present, I may as well just, like, roll it in the paper <laughs> and like, just put a thing of tape around it. It's See, just terrible. I would, I would hope when they arrive, they just repel out the roof. It's like, we're an elite squad. Right. Here they, comes the gift wrappers. You've they, just been wrapped. And then they, they, they go right back up. They zip down with tape. Like, it's, they've got a tape dispenser. Like, or they're like little ninjas. Like, people are in there. They haven't even bought their presents yet. But somehow when they turn their back to look at something, they go back to the cart and everything's already been wrapped. Right. right. It's, it's like, like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't buy it yet. Like, damn it, Charles. Now I have to unwrap it so I can scan it. It's like, don't you dare. <laughs> and then Charles goes, don't worry. I put the barcode on the outside. <laughs> Don't worry, I've already charged your account. Oh my god! Oh my god, he has my wallet! Here you go. He's got my wallet. And then Charles is arrested for stealing someone's wallet. It's not theft if you give it back. That's right. True. Mm. And then I don't know if that's how it works in the eyes of the law. Disagree, Charles. (laughs) Strongly disagree. It's just a matter of timing when you give it back. Yeah, it kind of matters, doesn't it? In the end, the real gift was his freedom. Right? Like, if I take this laptop from you and give it back to you five years later, that still doesn't count as, I mean, that doesn't do you any favors, you know? Are you saying that that's a gift? No, I'm saying, like, that's, you know, that's this flawed logic of if I take it and then give it back, it's not theft. It's like, it's timing is everything. Exactly. It's extended borrowing. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, unless you borrow from a stranger, then that is theft. That is very much theft. Here's the thing. I'm going to rob a bank, right? Yeah. I'm going to invest that money wisely. I'm going to make triple that money, and then I'll give the initial seed money back. Okay. That's Ooh. just borrowing. Sure, That's what true. that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see any flaws. I mean, there we go. Twitch, you heard it, you heard it right there. It's borrowing. Uh, Jared says, <laughs> I always try so hard with gift wrapping. But after the third present, they just turned to shit. Look, man, that's why you got to drink Moscato as you wrap. That's how you do it. Because then, then, like, the more Moscato you drink. Moscato while you wrap. I love specifically it. Moscato. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's like the juice wine. So it's just like. <laughs> juice wine. So you can drink it with the straw so you don't get your hands all sticky. It's great. Well, I really like Welch's grape juice, but I wish it was alcoholic. Pink Moscato. What? Moscato. You're kidding me. Regular Moscato. Moscato's my answer. There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> It's like zebra striped gum. It's just like so much. Zebra striped gum. It gets the job done. And then you're like, oh, I guess I can have more and not ruin my intestines. There you go. <laughs> I remember zebra striped gum being very like, real quick, get that flavor, and then it was gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was very disappointed with most gums. I guess, I guess the gum was like the very, very quick orgasm of flavors. Like, oh, no. oh. Well, because it was for kids. So it's intense. like, ah, oh, these kids aren't. Because I'm, I'm always a kind of gum chewer where I, I will be like three hours later. I'm like, I'm still chewing this gum and not even realize it. Oh, yeah. 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 And it, most people are like, how can you do that? I'm like, right. I don't know. It's still chewy. Uh, it gives my mouth something like, to do. But like, why is the flavor so lame in zebra striped gum, though? That's the thing I don't understand. Well, I always thought that it was it was far because it was super fruity, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I always thought it was too. Like it made my mouth water too much, and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, it's making my it's making me too salivatory. Is that probably what is it that is? a thing? Salivatory. I mean, I so. Yeah, I'll allow it. I've read a book. The guest will. That was allow a very it. salivatory uh, <laughs> performance over there, Justin. Mm. I like my Salisbury steak very salivatory. Salivatory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it was too. It was almost too much. Too much juiciness for me. I didn't like it. <laughs> Made well, my mouth too moist. Well, I got bad news. There's a gum called Juicy Fruit. So. 
what? <laughs> There's also a song called Time Juicy Fruit. the fuck out. What? Or just Juicy. Just <laughs> And I don't really go for fruit gum that much either anymore as, yeah. an, as an adult. It's weird. I like the mint stuff to make my breath smell good. Now, like spearmint, peppermint, wintermint, wintergreen. I like sweet mint. That one's really good. I've never heard of sweet it's, mint. Uh, it's Orbit gum. They have sweet okay. mint. It's in like a, a teal container. Okay. It sounds like it's spearmint, it's nice. and they just relabeled it sweet mint. <laughs> but, like, but like, it's a soft spearmint, though. Okay. Because they do have like the spearmint one. It mm-hmm. just like gets stuck in your cavities and shit. Because peppermint is like very, wah! Like, it, See, I yeah, like peppermint. I, I'm more of a peppermint guy. I'll my go dad, if there's nothing else. I'll have it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, if my like, dad you want always got spearmint, sure. like mints and gums, and spearmint's never been my bag. Yeah. I would say I would say to equate it to like text, uh, peppermint is all caps, and spearmint is italics. Mm-hmm. I think that's an <laughs> somehow that works. That's an <laughs> I don't know how, but that works. That's just how my brain functions. Like I, I see, I see flavor. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I see flavor. Well done, Jared. Nice. Jared said. Jared said juicy fruit reminds me of Doug's prom night. Hey, well making done. jokes. I well, love it. well done, Jared. Man, Pull, pulling one, pulling one of Doug's back on Doug. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, man. That's uh, I make that joke around my house all the time, all the time. My wife and I are like, sounds like my prom night. My favorite one was, or, or like uh, we say, uh, wasn't that your nickname in college? Like right. the first time we did that, as we walked by the brownie uh, aisle in the grocery store, we're like moist supreme. <laughs> my wife goes, that was my nickname in college. There I'm like, oh, <laughs> and that is why I married you. Woo! I was like, now the thing is, my daughter's going to slowly pick up on that. At that some is point. not a good thing. No. She, she already, yesterday already, we were at school and she goes, we were walking out. And she loudly goes, we don't say shut up. I'm like, that's right. That's not very nice. We don't say that. And then she goes, we don't say fuck it. I'm like, my daughter's three, by the way. <laughs> I go, you're right. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Like, we were just in the, the, the big main area. I'm like, Jesus, kid. You're right. We don't say that. Now we need to go. I go, you don't have to say the things that you don't say. And I'm sure that was just like, what? Feedback loop right. in our brain. But what else are they going to tell strangers in the grocery store? Right? right? I know. And I'm like, the thing <laughs> is. got to have something to talk about. I had to scare her. I'm like, you know, if you say that at school, the teacher's going to get, you know, she, you're going to get in trouble. She's going to peel your me. skin off. She's going to flince you with a flensing knife. And but back in my mind, I was like. If I get that call, I'm going to be like, did she use it in the right context? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> that's just good language skills. Exactly. Right? I mean, she understands. And if really that's the worst that happens to her is she's like, your daughter's swearing. I'm like, yeah, but who fucking cares? Like, right. at the end of the day. Right. It's just, it's in the dictionary. I'll it's laugh. like, yeah, is it appropriate? No, but was it funny too? Can did, you tell me, legitimately, was it funny? You don't, you don't know humor. Shut the fuck up. I'm not talking <laughs> to you. You, over there. Was it, okay, he said it's funny, so I'm going to let it slide. Sir, Thank he's, you. he's five. Yeah, he fucking gets humor. <laughs> Age has nothing to do with it. If he's funny, it's funny. Why is he in the three-year-old's class? Right? Does he's he get it? He's helping. <laughs> he's helping. He's, a, he's an assistant. <laughs> he's a teacher's name. He's a teacher's name. It's going to be naps and booger time in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> in this many. <laughs> I understand time and space. <laughs> when you were a kid, did you were you allowed to swear at home? Oh, God, no. No? I, I didn't swear until I think I got out of high school. Okay. Yeah. Around your parents? No, I still don't even swear around my parents now. To this I don't day? Either. Yeah. Me either. No. Really? Me either. See, I am in got... my 30s and I know. <laughs> Same. I can't do it. Yeah. Like... I, I didn't swear when I was younger, but when I got, I don't remember when it started. I swore, I swear more around my mom than I do my dad. It's weird. <laughs> that seems very weird. <laughs> it, it, I, it, yeah, I've, I'm just more. 
<laughs> it's, yeah, and sometimes I'll let it fly. But uh, the, as as I've gotten into my into my thirties now, it's kind of an equal opportunity. I'll, I'll swear in front of whoever. Yeah. I don't really care. But it was funny. Yeah, I didn't swear when I was younger. As I got older, it was more in front of my mom. And then now it's just everybody. Yeah, I definitely do not swear in front of my parents. But my wife's parents, man. Jill grew up swearing around them. So, really? yeah, oh, I nice. remember going to meet them, and her dad's like, Well, what the fuck is this over here? I was like, All right, cool. We can just let them fly. Oh, we can let them fly. That's, that's what we're doing that's here. Cool. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, that's not fucking right. One of his catchphrases. I'm like, Cool. <laughs> nice. That's did, awesome. Did you ever get in trouble swearing around you? I got in trouble your... doing like alternate swears. So I couldn't say, Dang, heck. Really? Oh, oh man. man. Because my mom was like, It sounds too close to damn. Don't say damn. <laughs> and I'm like, Dang. <laughs> I'm trying to be cr- I'm creatively problem solving this. I can't <laughs> say to. this, so I want to say this. Yeah. Right. I couldn't say dag. That was one that my dad Dag? Said. Yeah. Like dag nabbit? Yeah. Like my dad, my son, I was like, yeah, you can't say dag. I was like, why would I say dag? Why, why would I even say well, it? well, now it's in my head, so now I'm going to say it. <laughs> you planted it in you your head. You just did Inception on me. God damn it. As I say, God damn it. That reminds me, um, uh, I work at a company that has a call center, and there was a guy that said, God damn it, on a call. And he got flagged for it. Oh, no. He, like, lost points on it. But he <laughs> – this guy argued that because the only reason why it's offensive is because of uh, religious belief that God has meaning. And this guy was an atheist. So he was basically like, I don't believe in religion. And therefore, it, there's a religious freedom loophole here and I don't feel like I should be taken off oh, for those interesting. points. Interesting, yeah. And the manager goes, well, let me ask you this. Do you think it was professional? Nice. Well, that's <laughs> a good manager. Stopped him in his track. She goes, because I'll just move that out of, out of profanity and we'll drop it in professionalism. You'll still lose the points. Will that satisfy you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give that manager credit. That's a good manager. That I, is a manager who gets it. I yeah. was just like, what the fuck? Are you really going to argue semantics? Or right. The, I don't believe in religion therefore this doesn't i don't either it's still shitty for you to say that (laughs) in front of a customer shouldn't be saying this to a client (laughs) jesus man what are you doing i don't believe in religion i don't give a shit do you believe in a paycheck and employment right (laughs) oh just irritates me that sort of stuff i'm like what the fuck man come on i i love i love when uh because we've all we have all at some point worked customer service oh yeah oh yeah it still haunts me i love i love when a customer will swear and then shutting that down and i would go you know i would never use that language towards you i'd appreciate it if you didn't leave use it towards me and they 10 9 out of 10 times no idea what to say back to that like they would they would shut them down and i it was one of my favorite things to do oh see well, I, yeah. I embrace that shit yeah i embrace it like, yeah. like especially like in the starbucks window yeah i'm like you want your drink they go hell yeah motherfucker and i'm like <laughs> dope <laughs> <laughs> I, let me let me <laughs> Let me repackage mine. It was never playful. It's never, I'm talking when they're legitimately like, and what the fuck is wrong with this? This is fucking bull. Like if they're if they're coming at you with, oh, it. Yeah. that's a whole if different yeah, thing. Your, your thing is welcome, awesome. I'm like, yeah. right there, sir, oh, coming no. right up. I'd be like, yeah, you're getting double. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's yeah. a five dollar scone just for you, sir. <laughs> On the house. Because that's the attitude I want to. I want to celebrate. I, yeah, I could. I, I if if they're yeah, if they're if they're doing it in a playful way, absolutely. Oh, but if yeah. they're doing it, if they're coming at you, I'd be like, 
I would never use that tone towards you. I appreciate it if you didn't use it. See, yeah, the, 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 the trick is where you say, I would never use that towards you. And that's just like, cha, cha. Right. Kind of like those fake stabs on Jamie Lannister. Am I right? Anybody? <laughs> Game of Thrones? Anybody? Didn't mean anything. We are anything. jumping into Didn't it. Didn't mean anything. Now. Anyway, sorry. We can get there but later. His, but his lovely raincoat made by Coach absorbed all the blood. <laughs> all the blood. Doesn't matter. It was still leaving his body. <laughs> but it absorbed it. Yeah, so it was a Band-Aid. But if you lose the blood, you use the blood. He had to use the Stano's gauntlet and be like, God, oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, this is clean, right? <laughs> totally clean. <laughs> It's gold. It does not pick up bacteria. Okay. We all know that about gold. But, like, it's very tainted. <laughs> yeah, right? And also, extremely malleable uh, metal. Not very good for anything. No, it's so, it's so bendable. You hit it, it's bink. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, well, no, it was a low-caliber low carrot, though. Like the higher the, cal- the higher the carrot, the softer the metal is. Do you think the Lannisters would spare any expense to give him a golden arm? <clears throat> I think they're smart. No. I- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to to argue that one. I'm like, no. They would the only way you can argue it is if you're like, well, they ran out of gold out of their mines years ago, so it really was fake metal. True. So you're welcome. Very, very. You are just arguing for me. I love you're it. welcome. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> you don't. You don't. I will just take that shovel back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm there for you. <clears throat> you do. You have my back. I am, right? a, I am my I own devil's that. advocate. Yes. You know, I got you. I got you covered. Uh, I, I do, if we're going to jump into it, then I do uh, appreciate the fact that you're on Greyjoy. Uh, did, was it Euron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was incorrect. Uh, he did not kill Jamie Lannister. I was just like, oh, you're wrong. Now die. But see, but see. Oh, oh, ah, oh, hey, oh, guys. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> at the same time, it's the whole thing. That's right. Like, we're doing Game of Thrones again. Oh, what, what movie was it? It was Beauty that killed the Beast. Like, that's oh, exactly. Oh, like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> we got King Kong. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, first of all, that was one of the most pointless battles. I wouldn't even call it a battle. It was a pointless fight. Because Between the two of them? It didn't matter. It did not matter. Euron is one of the most pointless characters in that show. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just there to be a dick. He he's a worthless Greyjoy. So yeah. <laughs> and even more so than Theon. Like, you know, it, it's just he didn't, he didn't do anything. And then he's like, ah, I'm going to fight Jamie for no reason. And then he fights him. And he's like, I got you. Stabbed him pretty I hardly twice. This, this and then Kingsley. Jamie just walked up, whole fly stairs, like lots of them. See Cersei goes back down the stairs. Obviously, walking up those stairs, his heart would have been pumping harder, thus squirting blood out the sides so. more. Yeah, I think there's like a no. His coat would have caught it, so it and, pushed, fine. and pushed it back in. Well, his yeah. coat is Louis Vuitton, so like, yeah, it so, like yeah. all yeah, shit. would just totally absorbed it. So if anything, it would have weighed him down, you know. But whatever. And he gets up to see Cersei. He's just like, "Whew, man, cardio, am I right? <laughs> Let's go back down those stairs." And then uh, they go back down the stairs, and he's like, "Well, shit." Right, and then there was part of me that was like, "Well, start pucking, start pulling those bricks out, yeah, start how, plucking them one by one." How bad do you want it, son? Right. How bad do you want it? <laughs> not that. Because the much. first one he walked up to, I was like, "I feel like you could walk." I feel like if you worked at it, you could get through that. So, how bad do you want to get out of here? Right, you know, yeah. no. There was was there anyone else that thought uh, that thought that when Jamie embraced Cersei, he was gonna gutter? No, I honestly, for a second, I was like, when they, when he pulled her in, I was like, maybe he's gonna go. This needs to be. Well, in my initial theory, I thought Jamie would have died a long time ago at the Battle of Winterfell trying okay. to save Brienne. Ah. That, that was my thought because that would have just made sense. Right. But apparently there's no sense in the logic in this last season. I don't want – you know, if, coming from a guy who ranted and raved for like the last month about Game of Thrones, um, like I feel like, I feel yeah, like there's, him. Yeah. There's, a, there's just definitely been a pile on lately. Um, I've had issues for several episodes and – 
I feel like now everyone's just like, Dah! it just seems like a, a, a fire become, and pitchfork. Well, it's become the new. It's become the new trendy thing. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like, oh, you're not you're not dissing Game of Thrones. Let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, this doesn't feel entirely like genuine discontent. Right. If, yeah. like, if you catch my, I spirit. like my discontent to be genuine. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I mean, I feel like in general, it's you know, people are making good points and stuff, and you know, I don't know. I've just I've been disappointed for a while, and for this one. It was just even more so uh, when when you know Danny goes full Targaryen for no reason. Yeah, and I would I would have loved to see a slow build to that. I think everyone was. Yeah. I think that was really the key thing. Is like it's happened over two episodes. Would you not argue though that there has been a slow build over eight seasons? But the next no. question is like I feel like if I have to know that I have to start back over and watch solely most of her progression. Because like she lost everything. But, I mean, the thing is, in each ep- in each in each season, she has either laid waste to people or places. Like each season, there's been one thing, one big thing that she's that she's either decimated or that she's like taken joy in. True, having but, like so we've seen glimpses of this. Like that's yeah. I, I'm not defending it wholly, but I'm saying like I feel like they did. The, the people who say that this is out of the blue, I do not. It's, it's I not do not agree. It's out of. The I'll, blue. I'll agree with that part. It's not yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. But and and I will say like it has been like a little. I see what you're saying though. It's been like a slight progression, <clears throat> but I would have loved to see more like an internal struggle with herself to do it. Sure, yeah. Because it's kind of just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill these Tartleys real quick. It's like the Tartleys, my bad. It's just like, oh, and you die. Great, I'll see you on Umbrella Academy. Samuel Tartley. <laughs> so yeah, right. Nice, nice call. You know, yeah. um, and then it's just like, oh, well, I'm gonna kill the, this town, but like everything was kind of contained. Right. But now it's just like, ah, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Right. I'm just going to like kill everybody here. And it's just like, whoa, that's a huge jump. Right. That, that is a big jump, especially when you had a straight, a straight unobstructed shot to the tower. Yeah. And you're just like flying up there and fucking burning See, down. I'm going to disagree with you guys where I did feel like it was out of the blue because everything she did up to that point had a real reason and a real purpose behind it. Like take Marine, for example. City of slavers. Killing yeah. people like shit. She's like, no, no, no. This city isn't going to work like that. We're going to kill these slavers. There was open rebellion. She ruled through the rebellion, tried to keep people the breaker of change, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then she basically punished the people who deserved it, but usually it was just what she was doing. There was justice behind it. This was not just for everything that she did because she was also someone who's compassionate. She cares for people. She cares for things. And for her to... See, what I thought was going to happen is when Tyrion let Jaime go, and he says, ring the bells, because when the bells ring, that means that they're going to open the gates and it's going to be over. I thought Jaime was going to let that slip to Cersei. Cersei was going to ring the bells as, like, a uh, tactical move mm-hmm. and screw everything up to the point where Danny like, thinks everything's fine, but then it wasn't. Right. They're going to start attacking. and she's like, fuck this shit, and then she was going to burn shit to the ground. And I'm like, now we're talking. Right. That yeah. makes sense. But to have everyone surrender and everything is fine, that's not in character for her, in my opinion, to be like, yeah, Cersei or whatever and everything like that, but they won the battle at that point in time. There's never been a situation, really, where she's outright tortured innocent people for the sake of it. She's absolutely, she murdered the guys to get the Unsullied because that guy was a dick treating her like shit, talking shit in a tongue that she understood. Uh, It was the same thing in season two when she went to that city in the desert and they treated her like shit she they stole her dragons she made him pay for it she locked that guy in his own empty vault like Mm -hmm. she's definitely done some pretty hardcore stuff but it was just right in my mind this was not just 
I agree. I I, I would say, and I, I there was a few uh, a few Reddit posts that I was reading today trying to kind of make heads or tails of all this. Uh, I, I agree that yeah, this this it didn't make sense in the sense in the fact that they had surrendered. And it wasn't like a false surrender because if, if it had been a false surrender, I could see her just going like, sure. "Nope, we're done. We're yep, done. We're done." But um, no, like someone posted on on here, nothing that she had done. You're saying that everything she had done prior was just nothing that she had done prior was because of something getting in the way of her being queen. I would argue everything was in the way of her getting to be queen. You know what I mean? She she had her uh, Dothraki. They marched across the <clears throat> desert. She lost most of their army. She goes, "I am queen." And she basically has to fought and clawed her way to get her armies and, and even, to get her well, to everything. To get her ar- you know, yeah, which is in the way of her getting to be yeah. queen. And even when she got the Unsullied, she was still like the point of getting to the other side for that big battle. Yeah. And then she gets over there. And to the point is like, for for her to get all butthurt over people not loving her, I'm like, no one's loved you this whole time. <laughs> she should show up in Winterfell and be like, yeah, so what? Fuck you. I took over Marine. I did, no one wants me, but guess what? I'm still fucking doing it. I'm sorry you know? they love you. Yeah. But I'm also a Targaryen. <laughs> sorry. I, I kind of got to do this. <laughs> yeah, right? I was dead once. <laughs> and now I'm not. Uh, but now I'm back from the dead. Hey, I'm Jon Snow. <laughs> That's exactly... His accents are just amazing. King. Yeah, I'm authentic. I've been practicing. Hey, I'm John Snow over here. Hey, what are you John doing? Snow. You're dead. Uh, you're alive. My watch is over. I'm John Snow. I look good in leather. So let me. <laughs> <laughs> when I shave my beard, I look really weird. <laughs> uh, let me let me read down this list, and you tell me if this if this makes cool. uh, any no. sense to you at yes. all. Uh, so one, this is this person's um, rationale. One, executed countless people without trying to understand their culture or societal differences. Two, executed people who disobeyed her will. Three, threatened her closest advisors with execution. Four, demanded loyalty from the King of the North based on an ancient oath and threatened to kill him otherwise. Five, kept the King of the North in Dragonstone against his will. Six, would have burned King's Landing if her advisors would have burned King's Landing if her advisors couldn't conv- can't convince her to spare the city due to wait. I, number six lost me, but I was like, mm. everything everything prior to that. Thoughts? I think they're oversimplifications of of all those events, like burning a culture without trying to understand. Yeah, she invaded Marine and was like, slavers are bad, and this whole culture is like, we're based on free labor. You know, like they didn't understand it, but she also ruled her way through it. And when the slavers came back, because she let them live initially, and they came back with a force, she fought back and was like, no, this is what we're going to do because this is the right thing to do. Uh, as far as like keeping the king of the north, because part of the stuff too is like I don't necessarily disagree with what she's done because she doesn't know who to trust, right? Right, right. She do, does a lot of stuff by fear because that's the only way she's going to get people to pay attention to her. Not to mention she's been like a, being a target, yeah, in like crosshair since day one. Exactly. So she kind of has had to fight through it. Not only that, she's a woman, you know. And honestly, I would say you know it's it's you know. It's what she has to do to survive in a lot of ways and to progress. And a lot of it is kind of political. At the same time, she has to flex her muscles so people will listen. And when they do, they're like, okay. There's another theory floating around. Great, that, let's hear it. That, that bells are a trigger for her. <laughs> <laughs> and that she heard the bells and they drove her mad. Oh, my God. It's oh, like, my we've God. We've won. Bing. <laughs> Maybe Must murder. Maybe Colorado like hypnotized him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he goes, hey guys, want to see something funny? And Down then, the road, <laughs> this will pay a dividend. He goes, this will be great. Oh, oh, 
I'm dead. Because you know what people do? They ring <laughs> bells when they want to retreat and shit like that. It'll be cool. She'll think it's hilarious. Or if this was a comedy, it's just like the bell's going and Drogo's just, shame. <laughs> shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I don't know. I, I, to go back to it, I, I think you're absolutely right. It was a very fast transition. I think that's what, I'm not opposed to her going that route. It just happened way too fast. Agreed. I think this yeah. entire when you when you consolidate into a six episode season, it's just you're you're taking something. I think it's multiple things. One, I think that when you have something this epic and you you're trying to wrap it up, expectations, fan expectations yeah. are unmeetable. No matter what they you're did, right. if they did a ten episode season and all of them were two hour episodes, they still wouldn't be able to properly tell this story to satisfy all the fans. I, it, it, it is a losing battle no matter what you Correct. do. Two, I think you're giving a consolidated season, and that's just not – you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. So, Well, I would argue that season seven and eight are one season. Uh, sure. It, because yeah. all they do is just split it in half. Right. Because – But the storytelling doesn't follow that – the continuity of a single season. See, I think – and, th- and they, that's where they fuck And I would, I would disagree with that because season seven follows – if, if – Flow season seven eight flow just like a normal thirteen episode season, because you have sort of that build up. Sorry, I meant pacing wise. Well, because that's the thing is, if you watch this after it's all done, seven and eight are going to feel like one season based on the pacing. Mm-hmm. Sure, because sure, sure, nothing sure. really happens because usually what happens in those seasons is episode seven is when something really big happens. Yeah, and then you kind of calm down for a little bit and you build back up to that that thirteenth episode or twelve or thirteenth when things happen, and it was sort of like. That's why I didn't like last season so much because not a lot happened. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, because normally that's when shit would start going down. And they're like, cool, we'll see you in a year and a half. And we're like, fuck you. Yeah. Right. And, and now we're at the point where it's just like, ah, oh, shit, uh, uh, make it, make it, make it, make it. I'm getting yeah. microwaved Game of Thrones over here. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I want my yeah. shit like made in the oven. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, You're it's like, so true. Yeah. Good analogy. And Thank you. Solid Dude, you analogy. You are fucking killing it tonight. It's, it's <laughs> great. Solid analogy. Like, uh, like to equate it, did, uh, either of you ever read uh, any of the Percy Jackson series? I've heard they're fantastic. I, I have not, not read them. They're yet. great. They're great. Um, but in the first, the first one, Lightning Thief, in the book, like it's a, the pacing is great. The story is wonderful. But like toward the end, it's like, how are you going to resolve all of this in like a chapter and a half? Sure. And it's just like. I don't know. We're just going to figure it out. Everything just magically works out. Oh, shit. So, even like, so the books pay, uh, outpace themselves, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like at the same time, the beauty of the Percy Jackson story is that, like, oh, yeah, we can just consolidate this last chapter and a half because we're just going to pick it up in the next book. Yeah. And then we're going to like tie up these loose ends or it's just like, oh, because there's a seat that's planted in book one that comes back in book three. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just like, cool. Now that like we got that out the way, we're going to like, um, what's the word? Um, like, like let it blossom or let it grow? Yeah. Like We're going to fuck the plant. Like all that shit. Yeah. All that shit. Because yeah. plants are sexy and <clears throat> phallic as hell. Yeah, um, absolutely. So so it's a way of embracing and like and okay. like showing I'm that so close. shit. So close. Right. <laughs> fuck the plant, embracing. You know, tomato, yeah, tomato. Right. Really. You got to embrace the fuck. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Booyah! You got a spoon somewhere. So... <laughs> So did, yeah, so it's did, really cool. Did Percy did did that book series has it wrapped or are they it's, still oh, it's, it's up? been done? Okay, I, I think now they're three doing three books. Uh, five, five. Okay, think, yeah. so did the final book wrap it up in a uh, satisfying way for you? 
ah, that's the thing. You can't you can't meet that expectation of like what it's gonna be. Okay, yeah. Like like Harry Potter did. I, I would say like Harry Potter is one of like the best examples. They're just like, hey, we did the best we could do with what we got. Right. So like, enjoy time jump. Right. Time travel <laughs> shit. Uh, this one kind of just like ends at like the end of all the penultimate things. Okay. And it's just like, hey, there's literally nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. So get the fuck off my CTA train. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But it's it's really. But I I would say like for what I got, I enjoyed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, would I have liked more? Of course. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like for what I got, I enjoyed it. Okay. It sounds like that's a fair. terrible review for like a relationship, you know, which I feel like that's what kind of book, you know, for what I got, it was fine. Would have loved some more, but you know, it was okay. You know, it was fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got what I got. You know, I would have, I would have liked more, but now she got half. <laughs> so it's fine. It's fine. It I, I, cause I th- you're onto something great, which is part of the issue is it just seems like, we watch these characters and they're just not acting in a characteristic way. Like Jamie. Jamie ended exactly where he started in season one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking his sister. In the arms of his lover you know, sister. Now, part of it is beautiful because at, at the end of the day, the thing he cares about more than anything in the world is his sister. Kind of sure. gross, but also kind of beautiful. But at the same time, we watch this amazing journey. This guy did amazing things. He became an honorable man. And then he's like, I hate my sister. I'm going to go back to her. And he goes back to her and he dies. That's like, what the fuck? What was everything else that just happened? Like right. the yeah. sacrifice, the him, like he left her because he didn't agree with what she was doing because of fighting the, the, the white walkers was more important than this bullshit. And he goes and it doesn't matter. No, they're, like, they're, they're twins, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I feel- they shared a womb and now they share a womb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's invading her womb. That's right. Um, I feel like this is just a very X-rated version of the movie Motocross, Disney Channel original movie. I don't. I'm not, I'm not familiar, familiar with, with it. Oh, what? Lay it out for oh, us. Oh man, so Motocross. Lay it out. It's a it's a movie about like this guy. He's a, a motocross like racer and yeah. shit. Uh, he hurts his leg with an accident, and he asks his sister to take his place. Okay. And so she cuts her hair. No one asks the question why or what's happening. So she cuts her hair and she pretends to be him. Falls in love with like one of the other dudes. And it's like, hey bro, uh, good racing. And it's like, thanks man. So there's like some alluding like sexual tension that's happening that no one's wondering, like no one's ha- asking any questions. Yeah, yeah. But like at the end of the movie, like she races and she goes, by the way guys, I've been a chick this whole time. What? But the brother's like, hey, I can walk now. Thanks for letting me get my bike. And it's like unresolved and we're back to, back to normal. So then the question's like, okay, so are you going to start biking now? Are you going to start racing? Did you just like progress things and prove your parents wrong? Right. Or, or you just now, you just giving it up. Or, yeah. yeah. You or just, just like, moved the story along. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, uh, you now have a trophy in your name. Just, just give me an Amber Santh and like put my name in. Right, and, like, I did all this work, but you got. All <laughs> I got the you to the finals, but now you're just gonna play. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> all, all the everything that she worked up to is just meaningless now. Pretty much. Yeah. Same with Jamie. Yeah. And that's the stuff that just it, it's upsetting to me because I'm like, oh, I, 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 it was so cool. He was one of my favorite characters. Like seeing this journey, and then with like, you know, two episodes to go, he's like, I'm gonna go back. And then he loses a fight with Euron. And what then, if, unpopular opinion, just Brandis wasn't that good? It, well, what, what a way to trivialize her, too, right? Right? Yeah. You're a virgin. Honestly, I yeah. guess I got to fuck you. It's like, it's drunkenly. Like, what is this, your first time? Yes. yes. Oh. Oh. oh okay. okay. 
It's like, no, man, why, why, why do then we let, have to have then these? Then let us do this. Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't these characters just platonically just appreciate each other and be friends? Like Hawkeye and, and, and Black Widow. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like those Very two simple. love each other as friends. They are just the best friends. They are willing to die for each other. But right. there's nothing sexual there. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's what this was. Like respect and honor. Jamie came to the north and literally told Brienne, I, wanna, I want you to lead me. Yeah, right. and what a, he knights her, and then like, Jamie came in the north. Yes, literally and figuratively. Yes, exactly. And it, this he sees amazing things, and he's like, "I'm gonna go back." I was like, "Why? Or what? Why? To right. what end?" You know, and uh, the hound in the mountain. It's like I could not care less about this fight. So you didn't you didn't like the Clegane Bowl? No, not at all. It seems very <clears throat> cliche and very over the top with everything falling around them. See, I, I actually liked that. They had to give us a fight somewhere. Right. I Arya, mean, Arya was gonna why was it. that the focus, though? Everything else that's going on, that's the focus. I'm like, what's going on with Arya and the rest of these innocent people? Well, we followed that. I, think, I actually think that they split that quite nicely. They did, but th- that was like the focus of the... Like, that was like almost the pinnacle of the episode. I'm like, it shouldn't be the pinnacle. These two oafs fighting each other. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't care. About but how, so what would you have cared about in that episode? What should we have followed? Because other than that, you're just watching a city burn. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe we shouldn't have the city fucking burn. How about that? Huh? Just saying. You can't get everything. You, gotta, you can't get everything you want. <laughs> you got to pick one. You got to pick, pick one. one. You want to watch the I city just, burn? You want to see two big dudes fuck again, each other up? I, I don't want yeah. to be nitpicky, but armor works when the plot wants it to. You know? You've got five armored guards approach the hound. He's like, yeah, Hey, big brother. <laughs> and then he's like, dunk. Uh-oh, the armor's working now. Oh, no. Who turned on the plot armor? Dunk. Stab him in the face. Oh, that and, didn't work. Oh, that didn't oh, work. God. And then he goes. Oh, you don't follow zombie <laughs> rules. Okay, I did not really. Yo, yo, I'm watching it. I'm like, yo, just stab him in the face. Right, I'm like, oh, fucking hit the brain. Hit the brain. And hit the brain. He's like. I'm like, Resident Evil Guys. has lied to me. <laughs> lied First of all, he, armor doesn't work and then it, and it works and then it doesn't. He stabs him. And then he just takes his armor off. I'm like, we should just start there. Just take your armor off. Right. And then, what is the mountain? What is he? We don't know, Doug. Maybe, maybe he's just the sullied. What? <laughs> he's not unsullied. <laughs> he's just sullied. Thank you. I've been mad at Rob this man is <laughs> sullied as shit. What? Seriously, what is he? I think they. they I, I think Haig said that they talk about it a little bit more in the book. Mm-hmm. Well, but, that's helpful. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Next. Read the fucking books. It's obviously Have some you read sort the books? Of... No, I tried to read the first one. I couldn't get past like page 13. Really? Because they're still talking about trees and flowers and snow and shit. And I'm like, yo, get to anything. Right. Get to anything else. <laughs> just like, can we just pan this book up? Get <laughs> just... to anything. Like, let me see a hoof. Right. <laughs> I don't care. A, a, like a, like a, a footprint in the snow. Right. Anything. It's just like, and the leaves, they were falling from the tree unto the snow. Yeah, don't read The Hobbit then. You're going to hate that. Oh, I've tried. <laughs> Didn't make it past page 13. And they're walking. <laughs> they're walking. And then they're eating. And then they're sleeping. And then they're walking again. Well, well, like The Hobbit, I was like, where's my invitation? Yeah. I want to drink and have fun and have a second breakfast. <laughs> this sounds like a wonderful place. I missed 11 Z's. I'm hungry. Um, Am I too tall for your Hobbit club? And then, so obviously the mountain's some sort of like necromancy, right? Like something, something, some shit, like some whatever his name is. Yeah. He's an unzombie zombie. He brought him back to life. Yeah. He's a non-zombie. But we haven't really seen anything He's about that in the in the show. You know, it's like 
John gets and Beric Dondarrion are brought back by the lights, by the fire and things like that. The White Walkers are ice, whatever. So you got fire and ice, and then there's the mountain. Maybe he's just earth. It's just <laughs> elemental. It's some, it's some, it's some airbender shit. Elemental <laughs> right? shit. Yeah. Airbender shit. Okay, I know. I'm glad you brought him on here. He's cool. He's cool in my book. We're talking the same language. We oh, speaking of, since I brought it up, Airbender yeah. shit. Yeah. So there's a rumor. I don't know if it's going to be a comic or if like they're trying to revamp the show because mm-hmm. uh, I know they're going to have the live action Netflix show. But oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's okay. coming. It's coming soon. They right. released a, a still of like um, Appa. Oh, really? Yeah, but okay. like it's from a distance. So if okay. anything, it's just like hand drawn because <laughs> um, everything is live action when it's made with computers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like live action Lion King with computer generated animals. Is it that? Yeah, that's it right there. Oh, yeah, it kind of looks like a drawing. But yeah. So um, is this the kid they got playing? I think so. I haven't seen anything since they like showed that picture. As long it's as a as better as pick than the other one. As long as it's not honestly, M. Night Shyamalan. I was like, honestly, ah, is it this? Ah, I was like, honestly, ah, anything's going to be better than the other one. So yeah. So like, so the cycle is uh, fire, earth, uh, no, fire, air, water, and then earth. Mm-hmm. And so the rumor is uh, either in the comic or in animation form, they're going to show the next line, and they're going to be twin Airbenders, and they're going to be mm. Earth twin Airbenders. Oh man! So that's so that's like the successor to Korra. So we'll see what happens. Oh man, I didn't. If I, it happens. I watched Korra until they took it off and they made it only online, like where you could visit. That was because I was, I was like, I'm an adult recording Nickelodeon shows. Oh yeah. Um, and then um, they took it off. They're like, sorry, we're not gonna do this anymore. It's only online because that's where the kids watch this. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't see what happened. Yeah, move it. back with your parents, hippie. I was like, oh, <laughs> I want to watch it on Nickelodeon. <laughs> And uh, I wasn't super into Legend of Korra. I watched the first two seasons, and then I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. There's an awful lot happening here. <laughs> that was a lot. But, it was, but it's – I appreciate it for what they did with the world. Yeah. How they, I, how they showed nice. that, that transition of technology and how, like, the world starts, like, build itself up. Because in the first one, it's just like, yep, I just grow these cabbages, <laughs> and I'm going to build this cotton, push it to the earth <laughs> And now it's like, we got trained, my guy. Is yeah. That- <laughs> we've actually created a whole generation of metal benders and things like that. Like, we've created a new type of bending and things like that, which was cool. and Which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And just seeing more than one airbender out there was cool. Because it, it, it hearkened a lot to me of, like, seeing, you know, when you watch the original Star Wars and you're like, there's only a Jedi out there. Right. And then you watch the prequels about the only redeeming quality. The prequels were like, there's more than one! And yes! you can see them all light up their lightsabers like, this is cool! And now it's like, there's multiple airbenders instead of just one. This is pretty cool. It's like, if you watch the fights, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Just don't watch the plot yeah. of the prequels. Yeah. And I love the prequels. There's a, on, uh, sometimes I'll get really drunk and bored and I'll just pull up Star Wars cuts. Oh yeah, on on YouTube, which okay. is great because it's like the prequels cut into like an hour and a half. Oh my god, all it's three, just... and it's it's great. Oh, that's amazing. oh, see that I might be on board with. Yeah, like someone just going like, all right, garbage, garbage. Well, Phantom garbage. Menace. Here we go. Phantom Menace is four minutes long. Is this like the Topher Grace cut? I've been looking for it. <laughs> I, I can't find it. But like, it's essentially like people are just making like their own yeah. versions based off what they heard of the Topher Grace. Yeah, which I think is really smart. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, you'll have questions. You'll be like, "Oh, why? Why are you on Tatooine?" It's like, "Oh, fuck it. Who cares?" Right. <laughs> Continuity. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't need that. That's just, get that out. Because really, what you could do is you could do a lot of mostly episode three with flashbacks to episode two and one. That's yeah. really what it yeah. is, and that's the easier way to do it. Yeah, it's very smart. Yes, that's it. Done. We've just mind-capped. We just did it. <laughs> Done. You, can, that shit. you can pretty much cut out all of Naboo. 
Yep. All of Naboo. Yep. Very much. Like, it doesn't come back ever. Watch, watch them, like, reintroduce it in fucking nine. Watch them do it. Oh, dude. Watch I will walk out it. of the theater. I will walk the fuck out of the theater. <laughs> oh, well, why not? You just stand in the back of him and go, <laughs> out! I mean, they're, they're bringing Palpatine back, so why the fuck not, right? Yeah, like, honestly? Ugh, I'm well, what not excited for that at all. <laughs> why? Why? What's to get excited about? Hey, Lando's driving the Millennium Falcon. Who cares? He's going to get pulled over by the space cops. <laughs> space cops. Space cops. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know, what do we got here? It's no, like, <laughs> do you know how many parsecs you were going? Uh, 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 a couple light speeds? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the science? I didn't see it. It's just stars. <laughs> just slightly short. Stars, man. Get out of the car. Or get out of the spaceship. Get out of the spaceship. It's going to take a couple minutes. I have to go down out of the hatch and <laughs> through the door. We're watching you, Lando. <laughs> if that's your real name, what kind of name is Lando? It's, a, it's an honorable name, sir. It's an, oh, it's an honorable name. It's a working class name, sir. <laughs> Part of the mining community over in Bespin, if you know what I'm talking about. You smuggling anything in this Millennium Falcon? It's like, uh, I know my rights. <laughs> I know my rights. Seems like a smuggling ship. Let us in here. Uh, no, no. I do not consent. He just, he just opens the hatch just a little <laughs> right. bit. Let us in. No, and I do not have to do that. Cut to reverse shot. He's got a video camera he's recording. <laughs> I know my rights. I do, I'm pretty sure you didn't do this to this Han. This is going viral. It's Chewie trying to explain. This never happened to Han. I know that. What's going on here? Assholes. Han's dead. I know. Who do you think killed him? Oh, his son. Oh. 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 Okay. Didn't see that coming. Plot yeah. twist. Interesting. He didn't yeah. even die in the field of smuggle. How about oh, that? man. Which totally the thought field of the smuggle. The field of smuggle. <laughs> yeah, I think nine's going to be uh, a real disappointment. See, I don't well, want it to be. I know a lot of people didn't like Snoke, especially because he was very short-lived. But uh, I know only because I have friends who read the books. Before they uncanonized the books, Snoke, Snoke uh, Palpatine had a bunch of clones mm-hmm. that he had like set up and shit. And so I had a theory. I was like, watch, because it no, makes no sense that you build up Snoke in the first one. Yeah. You kill him almost a, like halfway through the movie in the yeah. second one. And then like Palpatine's back. And I was like, mm, I feel like Snoke might be like connected to Palpatine or like a clone of Palpatine or like some shit. And then like, I saw that that was like a thread in the books as well. And it seems like they're trying to pull back some of the shit, the continuity. That kind of that's, like, that's interesting. The thing is like either keep the books or don't. Don't cherry pick what you want. And also, just him being alive just completely ruins anything from like Return of the Jedi. Well, I mean, he just got thrown down a shaft. Just got thrown down a shaft, and the whole place fucking exploded. Well, Mace Windu got thrown out of a fucking window and probably trampled by a tauntaun or two. Yeah, a tauntaun? What do you think they are, in Hoth? Well, I smuggled it in. (laughs) That's right. I'm I'm Lando. Why do I. Holy (laughs) shit! Guys! Billy D. Williams is here. That's right, baby. <laughs> he thought he took off the glasses because I'm Lando. Holy shit. Holy shit. This, this mustache comes right off. <laughs> and I got a better one to come right on. Because I'm Lando. Amazing. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> you didn't miss me because I smuggled him here. Fuck you. That's why. Dude, Mace Windu's obviously dead. I mean. Maybe. 
It's, what? It's, what? It's, it's Sam Jackson. He does what he wants. He does. Yeah, he gave himself a purple fucking lightsaber. If he if he wants us, that way he can see himself. That's, that's brilliant. That, that's his reason for getting purple. I thought it was because he was because his kids were like, "You should have purple." He's like, "My kids wanted to be purple." No, man. It's like it's like the reason why he got purple he was so he can know where he is. Like, that's right. Part. I think you are right. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I want to know where I am on screen. There it is. There I am. It's great. Yeah. It's genius. Look for the purple. Is it genius? Yeah. It kind of is. Okay. Yeah. That's one I mean, way. Great. I mean, like, I don't think you understand what the word genius means. Oh, it's just, <laughs> arrogant, maybe. But. Right, here's the thing: if I pull up a still, <laughs> you can point them out. Exactly. Don't think that's genius. <laughs> think that's arrogant. Anakin chose like clear blue. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing. <laughs> he doesn't get to choose. It, it was green and blue. Those only, are the choices. The only thing I choose are my feelings, and I choose not to. <laughs> not to what? <laughs> Emote them. <laughs> I blame Lucas for that. Padme. I I blame Lucas for most of that because he was the one directing it. Yes. He's like, no, that's good. He was the one Nailed writing it. it, directing it, producing it, yeah. everythinging it. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't like sand. It's rough and it's coarse. It gets everywhere. What are we doing? Wait. That, that, that's Anakin in episode oh, two. I'm, I'm, pretty much. And then you got... Award-winning actress Natalie Portman being hold me, hold me like you did on Naboo. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got Sam Jackson who just he just seems like he wants to say get out, motherfucker! When he whips out his you know lightsaber, doing real cool Sam Jackson yeah. stuff. He's like, you are under arrest by the Jedi Council, and his two asshole friends get lightsabered right away. I don't know, man. I just I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go punch something. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. I, yeah. You're sweating. I'm sweating. This is this world is not made for me. <laughs> and that is Doug getting upset uh, about Star Wars. I love it. Welcome I'm just to the mad. show. I love I'm it. I'm mad. <clears throat> so mad. Yes. Because I just at uh, some point you're gonna need to let these go. I yeah. When it's done, when it comes and goes, we can all just accept that it happened and we what, can maybe move well, on. Like, let <laughs> me ask you this: yes. What for both of you? Yeah. What? Because Jared said uh, they need a payoff in number nine. So what would make it worth? You're wild. Ooh, like, real quick. Yeah. Jared, I have a question for you. Boom, I got a question for you, Jared. <laughs> Feel free to like chime in while we discuss this. Do you think they're going to recant uh, Ray's birth origin story? That's my question for you. Okay. Oh, I think cool. they are, and I'm going to fucking hate them for it. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're going to do it. Because cause unlike Marvel, they haven't had a really, which blows my mind, they haven't had someone connecting the story very well between directors. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because J.J. did, he did his piece, whatever, and as he was about to wrap up with um, uh, Force Awakens, Ryan Johnson goes, hey, uh, actually, uh, can R2 be on uh, the, the Jedi Temple Island with Rey? Because I'm going to have, uh, uh, have uh, BB-8 doing something else. And so J.J. goes, sure, and he swaps it out at the end. Not knowing why, but yeah. just because. And then <clears throat> Ryan Johnson does his whole thing, puts it out there, and now J.J.'s like, okay. So that's what I have to work okay. with. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so now he's just, they're just kind of doing the best that they can with what they were giving, but they're not necessarily like, there's not, does it seem to me like there's a cohesive story person that's like, these are the things right. that not, have to happen. Yeah. Fill in the gaps where you want, but these plot points have to happen. Yeah. They're just kind of giving them free reign, which to some degree I'm like, cool, but that also leads to a real confusing story True. throughout all this. And then for someone to be like, you know what? People were kind of mad about Last Jedi. You know what would be really, you know what would cheer him up? Billy D. Williams and Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> Let's have that laugh. And when I watched, I was just, 
I was watching it on on Twitch or Twitter, whatever they were doing, the, yeah. the live thing, and they showed the trailer. And <laughs> I told this to Justin. First of all, watching that panel of, of them, like the Q&A with, with, with the, the, the actors and stuff, was absolutely infuriating to watch. Oh, how so? Uh, I love Stephen Colbert, but I don't know if he came up with these questions, but he was just like, so, <laughs> Daisy. Do we get to see any more shots of Kylo Ren without his shirt on? And the crowd just goes, <laughs> He's used to pandering to a CBS audience. And I don't blame It's just like, I, I feel like he had he's, he was playing that role of yeah, that moderator yeah. for it. And the crowd was just, I'm, I'm, I'm eating it up. Yeah. And Daisy's like, no comment. She said it in that perfect accent, right. just like that. <laughs> they got it. Sound. I thought Daisy Ridley was oh, here. Oh man, yeah. close my eyes. Daisy, yeah. where'd you go? Right. <laughs> and then, like the new guy who's playing Chewbacca, you know, like, and hey, let's talk to Swedish von Swedish guy, and he stands up and goes, burr, 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 burr. he's like, that's Wookie for thank you for inviting me here today. Have a good Star Wars. And I'm like, whoa, ten percent off at IKEA. <laughs> and that's and that's why I, I literally texted Justin. I go, I never thought I would say it, but these fucking nerds, like <laughs> the crowd went wild. They're like, ah! he did. He texted. I go, this must be bad for Doug to say this. And they're oh, just God. like lapping it up. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing here? And then they show the t- teaser, and they come back. They're going. Ah! And the guy who plays Palpatine comes out. They're losing their mind, and he goes. Roll it again. And they go, ah! They get to watch it again. All right, I'm going to rein this in. So Jared said, <laughs> I think that being a nobody is good. She doesn't need to be a legacy. Thank you. Nice. I agree. Agreed. Nice. Very nice. But because, back, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because also I think like they planted that seed in Last Jedi with that kid when the, in the stables. Yeah. Because a lot oh, of people, yeah, yeah. a lot of people feel like that whole... Like thing was just like unnecessary, but like it, it showed us that there's still like slavery happening. It's child labor that's happening, and there's this whole like underground, like the fucking Game of Thrones thing. Let's go back to Marin and mm-hmm. tie it all together. Yeah, it's like this is what like is happening. So now like Finn and Rosie have to figure out. Okay, cool. Can we make a change here? Whatever. But instead, let's give the power to the children. And one's like, oh, I have, I have the force. Oh, I have the force because I feel like the rise of the Skywalker isn't necessarily going to be like her discovering her parents. Because they're nobodies. I like that they're nobodies. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, just, they're just like <clears throat> mom and pop. And, and like, they were shit bags. They sold her yeah. away for yeah. for. Yeah, they're for fucking parts. shitty. Yeah. Right? And, but I feel like the rise of Skywalker is that she's going to rewrite these books with like the Skywalker like shit that he gave her. Because she has all the knowledge. That's now. true. So I think like it's just going to be like the whole mentality of just like, hey, this is the new Jedi Order that we're going to establish right. together based off of Luke's teaching and shit. I wonder, so I wonder if the mm. new Jedi, like the term for Jedi will be Skywalker. Like I, you are now, instead of like a Jedi, like it's like the, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, instead, like Maybe like Jedi doesn't turn to Skywalker, but like it's the Order of the Skywalker or something. Yeah. You know, like based off his teachings. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, guys, just brighten my day. Because essentially like right the Jedi, because the Jedi Order is gone. It is. Right. It's done. Right. And that's kind of the whole point of of episode eight which was failure you know things failed and and honestly everything about like the old ways were done the old resistance allies didn't come when they were called Mm -hmm. you know you see all these you know i mean leia's you know going to die or 
whatever. I mean, something like that. Hans, all these, it's the passing of the torch. Right. So I think that would be really cool to see that, you know, because you do see that. Like, you see the, the young child grab, force grabbing the, the, the broom at the end, and you're like, oh, there is hope out there. Yeah. And it's, some, it's a brand new generation. And that is what I hope is focused on. And when I see things like Palpatine come back into it, I was like, it just seems unimaginative to me. It's just like fan know, service. It's fan service. It's like, what can we bring back that's safe that will make people happy? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, do we have to do or, that? Or is he the last piece of that, that old school? Is he the last piece <sighs> of that old shit? I didn't that want the old gone. school in this trilogy. The old school should have been out with the last one. Well, they, they, they need work, man. <laughs> Mark Hamill does not need work. He doesn't. But like Billy Harrison Williams, Ford does not need work. True. But then like he Princess then, like, Leia did not need work. When Harrison Ford did crash his plane, he had to pay us some insurance. That's he goes, true. He's That's like, true. He's like, George, I got a favor. <laughs> he's like, and then I want him to die. Because I don't want to do it again. I promise I'm only gonna point twice. <laughs> and then I'll do Indiana Jones again. <laughs> Which I heard is gonna be a real interesting one. Well, it's, it all depends if they bring Shia back. I don't think they're going to. They don't need to. No, no. They can give bring back anyone. In fact, fuck it. Give give the short round. I don't care. What happened to short round? I can find out for it if you want. <laughs> but the character, not the actor. Back to my original question: Is what would make this worth it for you? Like, what 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 could they do? Because we we know what will infuriate us. But, like, what would make it worth it for you to go see this movie? You'd be like, God damn it, well done, you wrapped it up nicely. Well, I, I would say, you know, as much as I've struggled with the most recent trilogy, there's been some amazing moments. Like, in, in episode eight, there's some parts I don't like, but there's also some really incredible moments. I love what yeah. happened with Kylo Ren. I love the, the throne room fight scene. That was beautiful. I love the duel with Luke and Kylo at the end. Like, um, there's some really cool... The whole planet was gorgeous. It was really great. It was really done. I was like, the things that I skipped were like, you know, the casino planet. And so there's some things that I skipped that I'm like, not important. But there's some really great acting in it. And I love the connection between uh, Ray and Kylo. And I was like, cool, I'm really interested. I want to see more of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's happening. That I don't care about the older characters. Leave them behind. Focus on... Um, uh, I can't think of the character names, but Oscar Isaac. Focus oh, on... Oh, yeah, Poe. You know, let's let's focus on these po? new characters yeah, yeah. because they're the ones that matter. And I feel like the screen time that gets shared with, with these older characters, I'm like, get them out of here. Their time's done. Have them be cameos. Don't. That was always my issue with, with the episode seven. I'm like, have Luke, Leia, Han, have them be cameos. Have them be like this thing that people talk about, like, oh, my God, there's this, there's that. Don't make them the focus. Because it's the new characters that matter, and I feel like we've sort of wasted time doing that. So if they dedicate this to these new folks, and they're going on, and they're doing it, and okay, they fight the <clears throat> fucking emperor or whatever. But for me, it's like, how are they going to wrap it up? Right. And I hope mm-hmm. they wrap it up, like kind of like what you were talking about. Like, they have the knowledge, and they want to pass it along, and all that sort of stuff. Like, I, I would be very excited to see what they do, because I've always enjoyed Rey. Yeah. I've enjoyed Kylo. I've enjoyed Poe. I've enjoyed, uh, you know, Finn. Like they're cool characters. Yeah, really hyper focus on them. Kick those other I, I actually have to agree with that. I yeah. just if I can get like a a good story, like give me a strong beginning, middle, end with promise for this next trilogy that they're going to roll out probably in the next like f- decade or so. So they have promised another <laughs> trilogy. I've actually heard that they're they've actually 
ramped it back up again. I think they're going to do like 22, 24, and 26 or something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. 10, 20, uh, 10, uh, 2022, 24, and 26. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they were trying to do a Star Wars every year. But right. then like they're like, we're going to break it up and they have like, other stories and shit. Yeah. But I think like they're just going to take a hard stop. For the, for a minute, okay, all right, and kind of, and I think they're probably gonna like they're listening to like what the fans are saying. They're kind of like looking at the story and like saying JJ and Ryan, Ryan y'all doing like two different things, right? Bring it in, right? Because you're using the books and you're using what you thought you had and lost, right? So right, so you both like got the well, great the thing idea. Is, I feel like yeah. I mean everyone's under the house of mouse, right? So like I feel like they have to go like look what your cousins are doing over here at Marvel. Yeah. Fucking yeah. figure this out, yeah. You know, yeah. like do this. Talk to Feige if you need to. Figure it out. Yeah. You know? Because they're all under the same oh, fucking umbrella. Feige it out. <laughs> Feige it out. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's going to be a new thing I say in my everyday life. At work, I'm like, Feige it out. Feige it out. <laughs> what does fuckers? that mean? I don't know. Look at one of the top grossing films of all time, and you Feige it out. 23 movies. <laughs> Uh, so Jared brought up an interesting point. Yes. Um, I would, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like if they can find a way to focus on these characters and not make it about what was, but what's real what quick. I think that's going to be the title of this episode. Feige it out. Feige it out. <laughs> uh, so Jared said, um, he thinks, uh, that maybe Ray will take on the Skywalker name, even though she isn't the blood relative of Skywalker. And then his, he went further into saying every third movie, Sith, Jedi, Skywalker, uh, will be an order of users. And I said, explain that more. I'm not sure I follow. So he goes, uh, number three is Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Number six is Return of the Jedi, and both of those are both both of those are types of Force users. So number nine, being about Force users, makes sense too. So Sith, Jedi, Skywalker. So he thinks that they're following a pattern. Interesting. The third movie of each one. So Rey doesn't have a surname, so maybe she'll start calling herself Rey Skywalker, even though it's not a birth name, just an earned name. I like that because also that that alludes that they might have like a set, reestablished a Gray Jedi order. Where it's like you're not really like. I would love to see the fucking gray Jedi come. My God, I would love that. When I played when I played Knights of the Old Republic, I was very gray. Nice, very gray. I was like, I have Force Death and Force Lightning and Force Heal. (laughs) Yes, because I have the best of best of all worlds. Which I would say is, if you were to truly be that Jedi, that's the most difficult thing. Yeah, to to play all sides to not. Yeah. Also, to not let yourself tip to one side. Exactly. Of the yeah. But to be able to use all facets while staying as you know neutral, yeah. if you will, for better of better. Lack Gray of Jedi adventure. have been like I. I want to read the books just purely just to find little mentions of the great. Because once I fig- once I heard that term yeah. for the first time, and I did a little bit of digging, I'm like, this fucking character fascinates the shit right? out of me. I love this because yeah. it's yeah. one of those things where it's more fascinating because you have someone that can be because it's 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 it's, Sith is like we're evil right light Jedi we're good right it's like yeah but that's not how people are right no there's there's everyone's got both it's that Robin Hood mentality of just like I might have to rob from them to give it to you right but at the same time we can still all cohabitate right yeah it's not like you know uh, Jedi never strikes in or whatever but it's like they're all defense it's like what how does that work you kill people (laughs) I've seen you do it right with my eyes you know and, cut. and sometimes you need to talk in absolutes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you do. And sometimes you need to use force lighting or sometimes in a battle you have to confuse someone to shoot someone because that's how you're going to survive. Right, yeah. Like, those are the things that were missing from Anakin's story is how he turned to the dark side was <laughs> so, uh, him fighting and you having to use the force to survive insurmountable odds. And he's like, oh, I got to do this. What are these feelings? Is this a chess hair? I'm evil! Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jared wants to know, uh, finally, 
if they bring in the Grey Jedi, will they spell it correctly, G-R-E-Y, <laughs> or will they spell it the American way? Uh, I'm going to take the anime rule, and they're going to do both. They're going to do, do G-R-A with like the line on top of it. <laughs> With a Y. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Or it's going to be both. G-R-A-E-Y. Oh, they're going to squeeze. There you go. They're going to squeeze the I in there. G-R-A-I-E-Y. <laughs> it's so funny. I actually prefer it with an E-Y. Do you? More than an A-Y. <clears throat> I never. I, just, I Honestly, I flip-flop so much. Yeah. And depending yeah. on what program I'm using, if it spell checks me, I'll just change it to the other one. It just gives like, me anxiety. I, so I just use, like, light black. <laughs> <laughs> that seems so much less efficient. <laughs> How about dark white? <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like beige. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, let's see. I have I have uh, sun beach. I have tan. I have dark white. <laughs> and then there's horse brown, <laughs> also known as the sea biscuit. <laughs> oh, would you like the sea biscuit? <laughs> Gentlemen, we're, we're probably not going to figure out how they should spell it here, but there is one place that you can go if you need to, to settle a debate like this, to settle an argument. Hmm. Um, Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Are you familiar with where I think I one might take this? I think you're talking about a throwdown! <laughs> Let me put on my seatbelt. <laughs> we need someone in here all the time that can do the air horn sound. I want that forever. Beep, 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 beep. Nailed Please it. don't leave us. Uh, Okay, so today's throwdown uh, I had thought about this uh, in a previous week But today feels very uh, Like the week it needs to come out So uh, we're going to jump back into the Game of Thrones realm Nice Okay And we are going to put Two-handed Jamie Lannister (laughs) Not not gold hand Not gold finger But two-handed Jamie Lannister Against uh, 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 Battle-worn Jon Snow why does he have to be battle worn? Which, 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 which battle? So we're, we're talking about. So I say battle worn because oh, you mean he has experience. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's two handed uh, Lannister versus uh, battle experienced Jon Snow. So is this the John like current? Like, it's like current Jon Snow. Okay, like dope. his full on. I got. I've got tactics. I've got experience. I know how to fight. I've got strength. He's got. A, he's and I've he's had not sex young. With Jon two Snow. women. That's right. In my <laughs> life, one of them is my auntie, <laughs> and one's my actual wife. <laughs> I thought when you're like battle worn, I'm like, why is he tired? He's like, tired. But yeah. a tired Jon Snow, I'm like, why? John's, tie tie Jon Snow. <laughs> I mean, did you see him fight that dragon? He could have used some cardio. <laughs> tie tie. Um, so yes, um, I feel like my initial reaction is to lean towards Jamie because he is a legendary sword fighter, um, known for. I mean, he loved to fight. He survived many battles as well. Um, he was. Came part of the the Knights Guard, right? Is that what's called Knights Guard? Uh, yeah, Kings Guard. Kings Guard. Kings Guard. Yeah, it's like Night Watch, Kings Guard. Same thing. Um, Different jackets. Yeah, I mean, I, I just one think he's, can fuck, one cannot. <laughs> I guess even with one hand, uh, Jamie is pretty impressive. Say, he picked up left-handed sword fighting like a motherfucker. Yeah, true. I think his proficiency is is absolutely out of this world. John, I think, is very decent. I mean, he was trained. From a young age as well, from you know, uh, you know the, the 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 fighters in his castle and things like that. But I and he survived obviously Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, 
he's killed a Nightwalker. I mean, yeah, he survived Nightwalker, the North, Nightwalker, basically, yeah. You know, um, you know, he's definitely done a lot. Did you say Nightwalker? I said Nightwalker. <laughs> he killed a hooker. <laughs> a fucking prostitute. Just, just wanted to take pictures, man. <laughs> just wanted to take pictures, man. Uh, your watch is ended! You know. <laughs> now you die. So you're um, leaning towards Lannister based yeah, off of that. Think, where, yeah. where are you leaning? You know what? I'm leaning a full 180. I'm going to have to go with Jon Snow. Oh, okay. we got a battle royale! All right. Lay it on us. Uh, this is why. Uh, only because, like, uh, two-handed Jamie has the reputation of being the Kingslayer, mm-hmm. right? But we know that, like, that's just, like, a name through to a whole, like, mix-up, mix mixed communication. So he has, like, the bravado of just saying, like, I have to, like, carry this on my shoulders. So that already, like, provides a threat into the room, right? But he also, like, he fights with finesse, he fights with style, and he fights with precision. John is fights like a, like a fucking anti-teenager, where he's just like, you don't know, I might just slice your knees, you know? And he's, cause Fights he's, like a wildling. Exactly, because, yeah. like, he spent time with the wildlings. Like, he's fought, like, all these battles where he's had to adapt so quickly. Ooh. And so his adaptability is better than two-handed Jamie's, like, uh, predictability. So if anything, uh, especially when you watch the Battle of the Bastards, did you see John's reflexes with that fucking shield? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, granted, his little brother like ran a straight line and got shot in the back with an arrow. <laughs> but John is just like at point blank. He's like, I'm gonna block this and I'm gonna beat you with it. The fact that was, and like even with the dragon, he was like, all right, cool. Let me look. Let me take a second and figure out how I can get past this dragon. Jamie would have. He like, didn't do it. So I know. mean, he didn't because the dragon just died. <laughs> but, but he stood up and screamed at it. Exactly right. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to use Force Shout. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this in the movie. (laughs) It worked. But, you know, the fact that just like John can can like he can see what's happening and react accordingly. And Jamie's like, I'm going to plan this out and connect these dots and you're going to watch it, which I think will be his weakness and his downfall. Okay, Justin, what do you think? I was initially thinking when I first came up with this I was thinking Jamie because I was like he does have the like he's he's a seasoned you yeah. know guard and he's he's a knight and he's done all these battles and this and that but then I started thinking about it more and I think to your point Jon Snow has had to adapt and so I feel like we haven't seen Jamie's past but from what I've seen it feels like and what I've heard it seems as though Jon Snow has had to adapt to far more like drastic environments and yes. people that he's fought and this he's fought giants he's fought undead he's fought uh, well, I mean didn't fight the dragon he stood up to the dragon but right. he said no um, he, <laughs> I wag my finger he said you don't blast me with blue fire um, he's fought yeah so he's fought he's fought a, a whole he's fought wildlings he's you know he's learned from all these people too so I would have to I would have to say that it seems as though to me John has the advantage of just he's also kind of got that. I feel like that berserker, where yeah. he just has the don't quit. And I feel like Jamie's kind of a pretty boy, you know, mm-hmm. is the other thing. I think Jamie's a pretty boy, but I, I would say you make a point that we haven't seen specifically Jamie's background, but he survived right. many battles. Yes, he's been. I would say based in most battle situations, you have to be adaptable. Now, while he hasn't fought wildlings, I think, I don't think John being able to fight wildlings gives him an advantage against Jamie because Jamie's not a wildling. He's not, but John's fought regular soldiers. Mm-hmm. He's fought wildlings. He's fought uh, undead. He's like I'm saying, the diversity in what mm-hmm. John has fought is greater than the diversity in what Jamie has. Fought. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's, it's that changing of your stance. Mm-hmm. It's the whole like samurai thing, where it's just sure. like, oh, if you're gonna do like a high guard, I'm going yeah. to go a low guard. Yeah, and I feel like 
through experience, John has gotten that experience. Mm-hmm. I realize I say experience twice. That's fine. But it made but there's a lot of it. Yeah, that doesn't, so much. That doesn't make your argument bad. Um, Thank you. Usually I get like a big fat F or a zero on my, on my English paper. <laughs> See, it all depends on who Doug's talking to. Because if I did that, he would have gone, that doesn't make your argument good. <laughs> I doesn't, no, I would have said it doesn't make your argument gooder. You know? uh, I'm sorry, the word is well. <laughs> it doesn't make your, your argument well. Oh, what's that? We all fail? Great. Awesome. Thanks, 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 Twitch. Um, but I would say while that's all well and good, um, Jay, you know, he... John has fought soldiers. He's fought all these guys. That's great. But still, like, what does that mean against Jamie, a master swordsman? If he was a master swordsman, he'd still have two hands. Well, he also got caught, you know. You know, and he had to. Has John ever been caught? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. John's been killed. He died. Right. That's experience, <laughs> and right? And came back. There you go. Yeah, right, that's experience. <laughs> Who knows what he fought on the other side? Nothing. Uh, th- those are internal demons. <laughs> internal <laughs> night walkers. He took, he took a fucking nap over there. No, I'm saying night walkers. Damn yeah. it. No. <laughs> he fought the whores. Um, <laughs> John fought his internal hookers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, just, I feel like Jamie's... Natural prowess would win him the day, even over John's experience with all these different things. Because I don't think has John ever fought that great of a warrior. He did kill a lieutenant in the, in the White Walkers. Those guys have been around for a while. Yeah, and then, so, yeah. yeah. Did when when uh, who's the who's the sword for hire? Um, Braun. Yeah, did and Jamie and Braun dueled a little bit, but Braun. Yeah, but he also had one hand. Braun taught him how to fight again. Yeah. Wait, oh, so they didn't duel when Jamie was uh, two-handed? No. no. Braun fought some dude in the Erie who was wearing full plate mail, tired him out, and then stabbed him and threw him down a hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dig it. Because, uh, yeah, I was going to say if uh, if you could kind of use that as a gauge, because if Jamie had it, trouble with him, then maybe he's not as good of a swordsman as he's painted mm-hmm. to be. The thing yeah. that makes it so difficult is that Jamie's good. Yeah. Right. Like he's damn good. He's good. Jamie's damn good, but is he as good as his... Because le- that's the other thing, is that have the Lannisters built up the legend of Jamie Lannister? That's true. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's relatively true because there's a point where, um, you know, you get... Uh, there was... It's, it's in season one, one of the Starks, um, like, main guard guys who gets killed by Jamie. Um Tells Jamie when he sees him, when he's standing guard outside of Robert's room while he's banging whores, he's like, I remember you. You know, we fought at this battle. And Jamie's like, yeah, it was a good battle. He's like, yeah. Like, he was giving him comments like, you just beat ass that day. Like, you yeah. tore ass to the battlefield. And Jamie's like, yeah. Like, it was no big deal. Okay. So, like, part of uh, that is reinforced uh, by others. Well, that, but also, like, Jamie also, like, you have to respect who Jamie is. Yeah. Like, he carries a lot of clout. He does. He you ha- he has a pretty boy thing. He has a lo- the Lancers are obviously he was he earned his King's Guard, but he was also a political thing as well. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think Jamie is a situation where he he definitely he earned his role where he was. He definitely earned his way up there. He's a he's he's definitely a tremendous um, knight, and I just think. All the things you mentioned, his precision and stuff like that, I, I think it's still going to matter even if John's like, I fought with the Wildlings. He's going to be like, cool, I can still parry, repost, you know, block and everything, whatever we get you it. do. You fence. Yeah. I have a, <laughs> I've climbed one or two in my life. Am I right? Uh, I can say words too. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, thrust. He, he dobbles. Yeah. <laughs> He you know? soirees. Yeah. yeah, I get it. He's going to take um, the protective tip off of his foil. Right? Yes. And stamp, stamp, stamp. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 
I suppose I could uh, I could hear that argument then for. I'm Jamie. glad you could hear it. Thank um, you for your, I mean, my for ear ears. my right. earphones work. Yeah. Uh, I suppose I could hear. I that. suppose I could hear it. Uh, let's take let's take the hand away, and now he's one. Ha- now he's now he's gold handed. Jamie, does that change? Oh yeah, he's fucked. Oh, John will kill him. If Euron can kill him, then John. Euron uh, didn't kill him. Falling bricks. I'm sorry. If Ron, if Euron could stab him three times, then uh, twice. I'm sorry. I'm losing track. I thought it was three. I mean, that was I also a really three. long dagger. Yeah. So like, he could probably just go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, John would absolutely beat him. It's no like, doubt. at what point does it start being a sword? Because that shit was long as <laughs> it's, it's like, is that a short sword at that point in time? Is it a machete? Like, what are we calling this? You know? Just sword break? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we're saying, can we agree that two-handed Jamie would beat Jon Snow, mm-hmm. but one-handed Jamie loses every day? Yes. Yes. Yes? 100%. All right. That for the win! <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was well argued on all sides, yeah. and I thought that was very good. Thank you, gentlemen, for that. That was excellent. That was really, that was really good because like, those were some really strong points about Jamie. Also, it's just yeah. like, yeah, that's all. But like that hubris, though. I know because like because like he's that, on yeah. he's on a fucking cloud. Yeah, but for I, a reason, though. Yeah, exactly, and that's yeah. why it, it pains me so much where we're at now because it's just like all that work, right? Right. Yeah. I think to to a lot of our throwdowns end in this way where we're like, look, if we ran it through a simulator a hundred times, yeah, it would be a pretty close match, but like maybe sixty forty towards. And Jamie. it's all we always have to say this: it wouldn't be easy, right? The fight yeah. would be. It's not like Jamie would walk in and go, yeah, yeah. exactly. Be like ding ding da, I yeah. got you. It would like it would be a decent fight. Yeah, yeah. It kind of like with um, you know, uh, uh, what's the main Stark that died? Ned. Ted. Ned Stark, like <laughs> Ned and Jamie, like Ned knew he was fucked, but he still gave a good fight yeah, to, yeah. to Jamie. I, I just, I just hope there's a Stark out there named Ted. Ted, he goes, everyone thinks I'm dead. Why? Just because I want to go. Ted's not dead. Ned's dead. I just want to have a farm and raise my family. It's just because I grow cabbages. Everyone gets. Everyone just. It's. I feed the Starks. No one fucking cares. Daddy doesn't like the cabbage guy. Oh, you want to be uh, a not a herbivore? The other one? Oh, carnivore? That one? Oh, look <laughs> at someone went to Lannister College. <laughs> Lannister College, where we learned to fuck our sister. Um, well, thank you so much for being a guest. This was an absolute uh, delight. No doubt, this is I had fantastic. so much fun. This is the part of the show where we ask our guests to promote themselves if they've gotten. You know, we want people to follow you on social media or anything like that, or if there's anything like. Movies, books, podcasts, anything that you'd recommend for people to listen to, we, we open the door for Oh, you. shit. Oh, so much power. Uh, <laughs> in the words of Sir Kanye West, what, no one man should have all of his power. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at MattyDoor11. Uh, let's see. Uh, spell, spell that out for him. M A T T Y D O R one one. Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm also a co-host for a Hood Nerds podcast. If you want to hear more of me, uh, swear a whole lot more, Woo! and just talk about like uh, rap and anime and just other dumb shit, like hit me up on there. Um, I have a show coming out on Comedy Central called Southside. Oh my god, that's uh, awesome! I have a couple episodes in there. It'll be out this summer, nice. which will be really cool. Uh, just doing some theater and stand up around Chicago. But if you just hit me up on Instagram, uh, I'll probably get back to you, and then we can like be friends for real. Yeah, you? that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah, but I'm reading a book nice. right now. Congratulations! Which, I know I've read a book in so long. I, I told myself I'm going to read a book every month this month. There you okay. go. Uh, so far, I've read two. Um, okay, <laughs> that works. All so right. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Twelve isn't that many. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, it's Children of Blood and Bone. Okay. Which uh, is like gaining up some steam. It's okay. Called, it's like the new like mythical like book series that's about to like take off. Awesome. All right. Uh, it's really fucking good. Okay. Nice. It's a quick read. I'm already on like on page like 350 of like over nice. 500. You got past eight and 13 from Look, those other right, ones. That's Man, good. That's because motherfuckers start dying quickly. <laughs> It's just like they're not talking about snow and leaves in this one. Nah, it's like it's like think of Africa, but like magical Africa. It's like okay, okay, dope, daddy. Oh, why are they dying? (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. I love it. We'll yeah, check but, that like, out. Thanks so much for having me. Like, oh, it's so oh, dope. Absolutely, man. Anytime. We're going to have, have to do a part two. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. You are coming back for sure. <laughs> you are absolutely coming back here for sure. That was amazing. Justin, what do you got this week? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris and Matt show. Yes. Uh, the best Sundays, Saturdays. The best Saturdays. Uh, it's the next, uh, next three Saturdays, uh, which are going to be the 18th, 25th, and 1st of June. Uh, in the DeMott Theater at Second City. Uh, tickets are on sale on online. Uh, if you use the promo code SQUEEP, S-Q-U-E-E-P, you can get $3 off. And uh, it's, a, it's a funny show, funny guys. Go support them. Nice. Yes, we went to the show last Saturday. Had a blast. Yes. It was very oh, good. Oh, nice. Uh, this week, uh, I think I, you know, I finally finished Why the Last Man. Okay. It's a comic. Did oh. it answer the question why? Uh, it, it's it's the letter Y. Ah, the last yes, man okay, for okay, it's, Y chromosome. It's, it's essentially for genetic reasons. It is. <laughs> <laughs> good job. I guess I guess you didn't X him the correct question. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll have to end on that one. Um, <laughs> he's falling down in his chair laughing on that one. He's like, yes. Why'd y'all give me a microphone? I what? did it. I did it. And blackout. Um, it's essentially about uh, what happens when this plague wipes out all the men on Earth except for one man and his male chimpanzee. Not chimpanzee, his capuchin monkey. Ah, yes. And uh, Ooh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I remember I had purchased the first four volumes years ago and then just stopped for whatever reason. And then I went to my library. And I'm like, oh, they have the rest of these. And I oh, finally nice. finished it. And uh, it was interesting. Didn't end the way that I thought it would, but it was very, very interesting. So I, I recommend it. It's a 10-part series, 10-trade series. Check it out at your local library or fucking buy it. Whatever. Why the Last Man? It's good stuff. They keep trying to make it into a show. They keep yeah. trying. Yeah. It's not happened yet. So It might. Maybe. With the success of Preacher, they, that, that anything's they possible at this point. I mean, The Boys is being made into a show. Which on, you never thought I'd see that, right? On Amazon and Prime. that's going to be nuts. That's going to be fucking crazy. So we'll see how that goes. Sweet. Gang, you can find uh, MindGap on Facebook. You look for our page there. You can't find Justin there because he quit it. Nope. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. We also stream live whenever we record this on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash MindGap Podcast. Thanks to all you Twitch folks who are joining along, especially Jared. You're always a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Jared. Thanks, Jared. You're the best, Jared. Uh, Jared said, I like him. Bring him back. <laughs> I got the Jared Savile approval. That's all I want. If that's not praise, I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, you guys can also reach out to us uh, uh, through email, mindgappodcast at gmail.com. If you have a video or something that you think is awkward and you think I would squirm through, uh, definitely email your suggestions over there. We've already actually got a couple of suggestions. Jared actually sent one. I can't wait to watch it and record it and <laughs> release you, it. I'm sure it's going to be a real doozy. I saw the title. I'm like, oh, I can't fucking believe this. It's going to be great. <laughs> so if you've got something you want me to suffer through, email us over there, uh, mindgappodcast at gmail.com. And Justin also exists digitally as well. That's true. And before I do that, um, 
Sorry, I just got distracted by a comment that Jared said. Your finger was up. I was like, we're going to yeah. touch fingers. <laughs> uh, before I do that, I actually, so I do far. have one more thing to promote. Uh, if you go on YouTube, look up Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, to the P, and then look up his video, Dirty Words. Oh, snap. Yes. Throwback. Maddie Robinson. Throwback. Uh, that's where Maddie and I met. Uh, we produced that video, and Maddie was in it, and it is hysterical. So it's please a great, go check that out. Oh, great such video. a fun time. Right. Mikey to the P is the artist. Dirty Words is the uh, song. Go check that out. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes. On Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcast, you can subscribe to us, share us around, review us, rate us, all the things that we ask you to do that means so much to us. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap and 2east8th.com slash the best bar podcast ever. It's the podcast I do every Monday with Milos about the bar industry. And then just keep an eye on 2east8th's social media presences because we've got some projects we're working on and good stuff coming up. They got presents for you. You heard it here. That's right. And you don't even have to have the elitist gift wrappers wrap them up for you. <laughs> nice yeah, callback. It's just going to be a ball of wrapping paper. I do improv. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and bitches. You guys have a great week. Twitch, thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next time. I'll see y'all when they find a way to bring me back. Yes. Yay. Bye, Gap.